Hey now, we're doing it live. You're listening to the Julio from New York show 2.0, episode 126. Super Tuesday is upon us. Recorded live on Tuesday, March 3rd, 2020. This here is my audio diaries where I rant, I rave, I reminisce, and I spew whatever is on my mind. Today's episode, as the title suggests, will be about Super Tuesday for all to uh, worry about and bite their nails. And if this is your cup of tea, by all means, sit back, relax, and unwind. Otherwise, there are plenty of podcasts for you to listen to. Heart and soul of New York City. And uh, yeah, we will get right into it once the music stops. And, you know, so I can start running, uh, running my mouth. And welcome back to the show. Once again, I'm your host, Julio from New York. As I mentioned, this is episode 126, recorded live today, Tuesday, March 3rd, Super Tuesday, 2020. And so, uh, first things first, let's get the correction and retraction out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laugh at me all you want. I have no one to blame but myself. So last episode, which was actually last week this time around, I'm being accurate in my timing. I kept calling Elizabeth Warren Elizabeth Sanders. And the reason, I guess, is because I was pitting two ideas in my head, which was that Elizabeth Warren is pitting herself against Sanders. And of course, I was also talking about Barry Sanders, not Barry Sanders. Wow. That's another thought process uh, getting stuck there because of the whole, um, I already forgot the name of that cowboy singer. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, so Elizabeth Warren is pitting herself against her supposed friend, Bernie Sanders, as the progressive that you should elect because she compromises on everything and she's making these disingenuous lies about him and she's going to try to broker the convention. So, yeah, I kept calling her Elizabeth Sanders. And then towards the end of the show, I was calling her by her proper name, which is Elizabeth Warren. But I did not catch that flub until post when I was editing. And so, hence the edit, the the correction and retraction segment. Anyways, that's really all I have to say about her. Let's move on. So, uh, today's really going to be mostly about, it's not going to be, a, there's not much to say about myself. I'm still doing the job hunt for a full-time position. I'm still doing the apartment hunt. I think I got this this place in Queens locked down, but it's still, it's still up in the air for the most part. Taxes are all done. I ended up doing the amendments because I owe money to my school because since I dropped out, they returned the grants and subsidized loans or whatever that uh, were given to me for the financing of my school. And so now I have to pay out of pocket. So that definitely gave me the incentive to amend my taxes. And yes, I am getting a lot more money because of how much I spent in school tuition fees this past year. So the refund, the amended, well, the difference in refund that I'm going to get back will help me pay down 75% of what I owe the school and I'll have to pay the last third on my own. 
or the last fourth, I should say, because 75% is three-fourths. So one-fourth will be what I have to pay. So anyways, that sucks, but it's better than if I do not amend the taxes and I have that much more debt that I have to uh, pay on my own out of pocket. Anyways, uh, so that's pretty much it. Oh, today I've been... Um, I'm still, in terms of my diet, I'm still not eating 100% healthy. I'm still eating mostly crappy still. Today, for instance, uh, for lunch, I had a craving for Italian food, and I went out and I had a chicken parmesan. Someone in my life kept bringing it up in conversation, and the craving finally hit when I was looking for food. And I went and I got myself some chicken parm. <laughs> but anyways... Um, that's really all there is to say about me. There's not a lot going on in my life other than same old, same old. When something new happens, I'll definitely keep you posted. In the meantime, let's move on to news. So on to the new segment. I am pretty much going to do punditry because I don't have any news articles in front of me, but I am pretty well aware of what is currently happening, happening, I should say. And of course, what is happening is today is Super Tuesday. And over the past over the weekend, uh, the uh, Carolina, the South Carolina primary happened and for the first time in these these races so far, Bernie Sanders was not the front runner. He did not win this one. He got second place, which is still better than everyone else but first, uh, as seen as he won first place in the first three, which was, you know, as I mentioned, Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada. But he did not win South Carolina. South Carolina was Joe Biden's firewall. And then two days or a day before the actual primary, which was on a Saturday. Um, Senator Claiborne, who is a very well-respected black Democratic politician, I think he is a, uh, he's the Congress whip, uh, meaning he is the, uh, like the bullyman for uh, Senator Pelosi. She, he tries to force people or, or tries to pressure people to make decisions in favor of, you know, the establishment and saying as such, the establishment that I said, he, of course, is a centrist or whatever. And uh, even though he's black, he doesn't necessarily represent black ideas for the most part. He, he represents the establishment. But, and, and so it, it's not surprising that he endorsed Joe Biden over Bernie Sanders. And he put on this uh, false... Um, narrative as to why Joe Biden should be the one that people of color should vote for when he has been behind a lot of laws and practices that have been against people of color. But never mind. He, he was a pivotal endorsement for for uh, Joe Biden, and he helped Biden, who, who, as I mentioned, South Carolina was his firewall, but this definitely cemented it, and he dominated completely South Carolina. He got like 50-something percent of the vote versus Bernie Sanders getting 46 in Nevada. So he was clearly, he completely dominated that one state. But that's the first 
state that he's won. He's he didn't even he did not get second place in Nevada or New Hampshire or Iowa. He was like fourth and fifth and distant third in in those other races. But of course, the media spins it as oh, this is it. This means that uh, he's he's the comeback kid. And now that he won one out of four races, and uh, even though Bernie has won three and he got second place in this one, no, no, this is it. Joe Biden is now going to take it away. And he 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 made that he made that second uh, uh you know lap around the circle of the horse race, and now he's going to he's going to win it all. So he's he's on his second win or whatever, which is nonsense uh, for anyone who ever sees him talking to. Uh, to in his rallies and in his interviews where he's making all these different gaps he's calling uh charles um he's calling charles wallace chuck he's uh saying super thursday instead of super tuesday he's uh he doesn't know what state he's on he's in vermont and he's saying hello new hampshire you know he's doing all these mental gaps because he's not quite there his, cognitively he's he's a little bit you know he's he's off a step and he only won this one uh state which everyone said he was going to win since the beginning but whatever he um he's got this new media attention and consequently Pete Buttigieg who's been getting first or second place in the other races has stepped down and endorsed Joe Biden Amy Klobuchar who surged to third place in Nevada she also stepped down and made her endorsement for Joe Biden and lastly, this guy Beto O'Rourke, who uh, who law, who got who got out of the race before even the primaries even happened, he um, decided to uh, put his foot his uh, hat in the ring and also endorse Joe Biden in the state of Texas because that's where they all culminated in their support of Biden to finally centralize and consolidate the centrist power and hopefully now with all of them out of the race. Most of those uh, people that would vote for those candidates will now surge over to Joe Biden and take out Bernie Sanders, which is a little infuriating. It's politics. And they're doing it. You know, it's not they're not cheating. They're not conniving. However, it's still. It's still um, a little nerve wracking, especially because Elizabeth Warren, who everyone is labeling a progressive alongside Bernie Sanders, has been relentlessly attacking Bernie Sanders and stabbing him in the back and making these lies. And she has not won a single race. She's been in third and fourth and fifth place, respectively, in all the races. She's not won a single one, but she's going to stay in the race. And now she is she is aiming for a brokered convention. She clearly said, you know, rules, the rules are the rules. And, and Bernie Sanders back in 2016 was for superdelegates. So why is he not for superdelegates now? He's because he's, he's the, has the most votes. And so now he's trying to change the rules when he set up these rules in the first place. And of course, those are lies. He did not set up the rules. In 2016, what he was saying was if he wins the state of California, then the superdelegates should represent the people who voted for him and vote for him as well in that state. Whereas if Hillary Clinton wins, say, South Carolina, those superdelegates would go to her, not to him. That's not what happened. He would win, state, let's say, California or Wisconsin uh, or Nevada, and then those delegates would be like, well, we don't care that you won those votes. We're still going to vote for Hillary Clinton. So that is a lie. He never said um, that he was trying to get superdelegates 
to vote for him unfairly. He was saying, if I won the state that you represent, you should be voting for me because that is what you represent the people and the people want me. So you have to vote in, uh, me in as well. And that is what he's saying again now. He's saying, if I have the majority of the votes, I should have uh, the majority of the delegates. And therefore, I am the one that most Democrats want to be the president, the, the, the nomination the Democratic uh, nominee for the presidential election. And they're saying, no, he's, he's, he's flip-flopping on his answer, and he's not. He's being very, very consistent. And so because of that, her craving for power is getting the best of her because, you know, she got endorsed by New York Times that she should be the nominee. And prior to the primaries, she was winning in all the polls. Like, she was the number one. She, she edged out of Bernie. She edged out Buttigieg. She was ahead of Sanders. People were loving her. She was the one with the plan. And then she started hedging and pivoting from her Medicare policies and saying, okay, it's not necessarily Medicare for all. And all these other things that she started, you know, compromising and taking back some of her stuff. And that is what caused her popularity to to dip and fall and be where she is now and not winning anything. And Bernie being the true choice candidate for uh, progressive ideals and she just can't have that she something in her head something in her mind snapped and so now she is attacking bernie on the other side so on one side you have all the centrists consolidating to joe biden they're like okay we're all going to go on team biden and then you have her just like i'm not on team biden but i'm not on team sanders either i'm just going to stab you in the back while you're being attacked in the front and uh you know that just shows how power hungry she is, how, how fake she is, how much that she's a snake and that she is not the progressive that people believed her to be. And people have to remember her past before she was a Democratic candidate for Massachusetts. She was a Republican. She was a Republican for most of her adult life until her 40s when she finally switched to the Democratic Party and became the senator of uh, Massachusetts and she was fighting against the bankers and stuff. But before that, she was in favor of the bankers. She was their defense lawyers and stuff. Um, I think maybe for the the drug company, the pharmaceutical companies is who she was uh, representing. But whatever. Point is, she represented Repl Republican ideals before and now and then she became a Democrat and supposedly she was a progressive candidate, but she was always compromising her point her ideals, I should say, for positioning. Like I mentioned 2016, when she was very popular because of how she was attacking the banks and stuff after the whole uh, bailout issue with uh, the banks in 07, um, people were looking at her as this great progressive candidate. And even Bernie Sanders came up to her and, like, and said, you should run for the presidency. Like we, I think that, you know, you're a definitely, you're definitely a better option. You're, you're a good, you're a better alternative than Hillary Clinton because she's a compromised establishment candidate. She has too many skeletons in her closet. She's not a very popular person. You are very popular. People look up to you. They look at how you try to reform the banks. And, and you also had this consumer, consumer bureau, consumer protection bureau that would look over, you know, Predatory, lend predatory lending companies and things like that and protect consumers from these uh, bad actions. And so you should be the candidate. But she was thinking, no, you know, that would probably, uh, it, it would be more, it would be safer in the, for the, my long-term career if I don't 
you know, shake the boat in this instant, let Hillary get her due, and I'll come around uh, the, the next time she's no longer uh, an option. And so this is her chance now because Hillary's not the option, and clearly she's not winning or anything, and Bernie is the one that now people want, but, you know, no, no, it's too late for her. This, this, is, this is her one shot, and uh, she, she, there's no coming back. There's no turning around and coming back another time. She, she needs to make this play now, and so she's doing it. And um, uh, that's what it is. So you have Bernie getting attacked on both sides. The next debate when that happens should be interesting. Today is Super Tuesday. There's a lot of states on the line. There's California. There's Texas, which should go to uh, Bernie, those two. Um, a couple other states that I don't know off the top of oh, Massachusetts, which may go to Bernie. That's that's the hope. Uh, Elizabeth Warren's definitely not going to do as well as she expects, even though that's her home state. Bernie will probably edge her out of there. And Biden may steal some of her votes. Uh, Bloomberg is still in the race, but no one really pays attention to him because he's not in all the ballots for Super Tuesday. He's in a good amount of them. And uh, what else? I don't know all the states off the top of my head, but there's a lot of them. And uh, I think a lot of southern states, which uh, polling suggests it may, most of them will go to Biden, like Arkansas, I think is one of the states. And um, it's going to be a tight race. And if, apparently California's final results will not be tonight. It, it may take several weeks the way their primary process is uh, is set up. It, it takes a few weeks for all the, counts, all the uh, votes to be counted which makes no sense because everyone else does it within the same day. But that is that is the situation with California. At least the others, the, the, apparently the polling suggests that Bernie will win the majority of these votes, of these states. And the ones where he doesn't win, he'll probably be second. He'll be, he'll be second place. So he'll still get a lot of delegates. However, he won't get the clear majority. He'll have what they call a plurality. And if you have a plurality, then you can have a brokered convention. And that is why, you know, progressive voters like myself and, and Bernie supporters want her to drop out so that she doesn't split his vote. But she is being stubborn and she's not doing that. And she wants to be the candidate or at least try to get to the convention and then try to convince the delegates to turn around, uh, go against their votes uh, from the for the people who voted, who, who they're supposed to represent and just vote her in or, or some other machination that will benefit her, benefit her career versus helping the people that she supposedly was here to represent. Oh, one last thing. Regard, because if 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 there wasn't anything else stacked against Bernie Sanders in Texas specifically, where um, it's mostly it's not a mostly, but it's becoming a more progressive state. It was a blue state for I mean, it was a red state for the longest time. It has since become purple. There's a lot of blueness to Texas, and of course, there's a lot of Hispanics in Texas, Mexicans specifically. And so a lot of them, of course, you would know or you should know, would vote in favor of Bernie Sanders. And so because of that, a lot of poll sites where people can vote are being closed down, specifically in these, in these, uh, whatchamacallit, in these, in these uh, areas where there's mostly Hispanic voters. So that's also going to hurt Bernie's vote numbers unless there's a um, 
a grassroots movement to help bring them you know miles away to the place that they need to go to vote so that's the hope but we shall see and uh wow i, I ranted longer than i thought i would because uh, i guess i had a lot to say regarding these uh politics that are happening but that's it for the news chunk let's go on to entertainment All right, back to entertainment stuff. So I still haven't seen Parasite or any movies, but I have been seeing stuff, specifically some anime. And of course, as I mentioned, I'm still watching, uh, what's what's it called? Uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, which uh, you know is on episode four now, so I've been keeping up with it every week. I finally started watching Doctor Who again, so there's only three more episodes before the season season twelve ends. I've um I've seen the episode seven so far. Uh, I've seen the first seven episodes. Uh, the last one being episode seven last night. So I only got eight, nine, and ten left to go, and then I'm done with season twelve. I finished this anime called Shirobako, which I mentioned in previous episodes. It's an anime about a com- an animation company making anime and all the troubles and and, and the processes and, and the drama that goes around to into making an an anime series so it's fun it's a very it's a slice of life anime which of course that is uh, me to a T I love slice of life stories so you know it was kind of bittersweet that I ended it cuz I was a, a huge fan of the show but it's uh, it's no more. There was it, apparently it came out in 2014, 2015. I thought it came out more recent than that. But the good news is for uh, Shiro Bako fans out there, there is a movie coming out. If uh, I believe it was coming out the end of February, so it should actually be out now. Uh, hopefully Crunchyroll will get access to it, or I might have to take a visit to take a trip to Sweden to get it. <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's a great. It was a great show. I loved, I loved every second of it that I've watched. I'm currently watching another anime called Inspector. That's I N forward slash Specter. So it's a play on words because she, um, the girl, is a. Uh, she is the goddess of wisdom for the yokai, and the way she became that is that as when she was a little girl, she apparently gave up her left leg and her. No, sorry. She gave up her left eye and her right leg to uh, to get all this wisdom, to be able to speak to the yukai, the yokai, uh, the spirits, you know, the specters, and uh, um, help help them help mediate their issues. And so, so she investigates these things like an inspector would, and um, and so yeah, it's a, it's a play on words. I n forward slash specter. So she's also an inspector, and she's involved with specters. Anyways. And it's supposed to be also a love interest kind of thing because there's this guy who apparently ate yokai when she when he was a kid, and so she has a um, she has a crush on the guy, and she feels that only she is the ideal candidate for him because like him she's also not completely human, uh, like himself, and therefore 
since they're both humans who are not quite human, they should be together and uh, be lovers because uh, who else uh, would understand him the way she does and accept him the way she does because she's no different in her own way. She's still completely mortal. He cannot die. So, you know, it's a, it's a cute story so far. It's also very um, thriller, psychologically thriller driven. So I like shows like that too that are also very well written. There's some There's a lot of comedy going on. The anime is beautiful, of course. That's definitely a selling point when you have just good visuals. But I like the story, and I recommend it for anyone who's into like detective kind of stories with a supernatural twist on it. And, um, oh, wow, that I went through fast. <laughs> I, uh, I have nothing else really more to say about today, about Super Tuesday, except, uh, you know, in uh, it's 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right now, or it's going to be in two minutes. So come 7.30, so two and a half hours from my live recording, we should start hearing some results about Super Tuesday. Hopefully it's good news for Bernie and not so much for Joe Biden. Anyways, if you have any questions, comments, what have you, you of course can always reach me at juliofromny at protonmail.com. That's juliofromny at protonmail.com or go to my webpage juliofromnewyorkshow.com go to the contact section of the page and uh, fill out the contact form there and um, yeah I'll get back to you and of course I'm also on Twitter at juliofromny so until next time thank you for listening <laughs>